0: Welcome to the Hustle Saintly Podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. What is up, Hustle Stanley Squad? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so stoked that you're here. And fun fact, Adam and I are actually in St. Lucia right now for our baby moon. Well, we are if you're listening to the week that it comes out, but I am sure that I'm sharing all about it over on Instagram stories. So make sure you're following along on at Jess M Massey, not the Hustle Saintly account, but my personal account. If you want to see little glimpses into our baby moon in St. Lucia. Okay, one quick little announcement before we jump right into this episode. Today is the last day... Technically, tomorrow is, but you know what I'm saying. I won't be talking to you tomorrow for you to enter the September podcast giveaway. A little refresher for you, if you forgot, I'm going to send someone who leaves a review during the month of August, one of everything from our 2023 paper product launch. I'm talking a planner, a journal, a weekly notepad, a daily notepad, a notebook, a pen, and a sticker, all seven items. You're going to get those goodies without having to fight the launch day crowds. That's a big deal, y'all. I'll be announcing a winner on the episode that airs on September 6th. Remember, all you have to do is leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts during the month of August. That's it. So, so easy. So go get your review in if you haven't, and be sure to tune in to the episode that airs on September 6th to see if you're the winner, because that's the only place that I'm going to be announcing the winner, okay? So let's get into today's episode, five books to help you be more productive. Now, let me just tell you, I have read a ton of productivity books over the years. I am not exaggerating. You guys know if you follow me on Instagram, I love books, I love reading, and there was a period of time a few years ago where I did not read fiction. I only read personal and professional development, so I'm serious. I've read a lot of productivity books over the years, and I'm going to be honest, I thought most of them were very meh. Here's the thing about the productivity space. I just feel like it's not very inclusive. Most strategies and frameworks are tailored to work for men who work entrepreneur style jobs. And I found that really frustrating back in like 2017 when I was on the hunt for productivity tips and strategies that supported my lifestyle, which at the time was a woman working three jobs and going to grad school. And I swear to you, I could not find anything that met me where I was at, so that's why I created Hustle Sanely. It's meant to be an inclusive and sustainable approach to productivity, and can I brag for a second, I am really, really proud of what I've created over these last few years because Anyone, seriously, anyone can live a hustle sanely lifestyle no matter what season they're in because the foundations of hustling sanely, aka the five keys to hustling sanely, they meet you wherever you're at. So that being said, there have been a handful of books that I've read over the years that have provided me with some really solid productivity related wisdom and that have helped shape my perception of productivity, if you will. So I do want to share those ones with you today. Before I get into the books, I want to remind you of what my definition of productivity is. So to me, productivity is doing the right things at the right time not doing all the things all the time. So keep that in mind as I share these books with you. Oh, and really, really quick, and then I promise we're going to get into the books. These aren't in any particular order, okay? Like I like them all. I've learned from them all. I just kind of grab them randomly off my bookshelf and uh, we got what we got, okay? So book number one, the title is At Your Best. The author, I for sure am going to butcher his name. I feel like I always fumble over his last name, Carrie. Nye I don't know. I will have all the books and the authors linked in the show notes. So look down there because I really don't know how to say it. But the little blurb on the front of the book is how to get time, energy, and priorities working in your favor. So my major thoughts and takeaways from this book... I read this book earlier this year, so it's one of the more recent ones that I've read because it was one of our Hustle Saintly BFF reads, and wow, 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 I know I said these are not in any particular order, however... This one might just take the cake as number one, so it's fitting that it's number one on the list, but if you haven't listened to podcast episode 141, which is called Work Smarter, Not Harder by Managing Your Energy, go listen to that episode after this one because it was heavily inspired by this book. Y'all know that I stay preaching that productivity is not just about time management. Energy management also plays a Massive role in living a peacefully productive life. And this book, At Your Best, does an incredible job of kind of breaking down and explaining energy management in a way that isn't overwhelming and just really kind of makes sense. Like it all clicks. So, Carrie uses what he refers to as red, yellow, and green zones to describe energy management. And having that kind of tangible image when learning how to categorize your tasks by how much energy they require is so, so helpful. So I want to read you one of my favorite parts from the book. It is from page 78, and it says, while you have 24 equal hours in a day, not all hours feel equal or produce equally. Leveraging your energy is where the exponential returns begin. Doing your best work while you have your best energy significantly boosts the quality of your work, the quantity of your work, you'll likely be able to tackle more, and even your mood. Okay, so that's my my like kind of takeaway quote from the book. It just kind of sums up why I love it. So there are a handful of really helpful visual aids kind of weaved throughout the book that just really help drive the points home, which I really appreciate because I'm a visual learner, like to my core. So again, this book is called At Your Best, and I highly, highly recommend it if you're looking for a book to help you be more productive. All right, book number two. The title is Essentialism, and the author's name is Greg McCohen. Hopefully, I'm saying his name right. Who really knows at this point? Again, it'll be in the show notes for you. And then the little blurb on the front says The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. So, my thoughts and major takeaways. I read this one a few years back. I went into my Goodreads account and tried to see what dates I read it, but I didn't put the dates in there. And I can't remember when I read it, but I guess it doesn't really matter, right? But I'm going to be honest with you. This one was a tad bit on the dry side. Like I definitely would not classify it as a fun read by any means. But I did glean a lot of wisdom in regards to learning how to eliminate extras from my life. It's actually wild how many extras we kind of misidentify as essential. And this book really helped me with that. So I'm going to read you some of my favorite lines. And they are from the very beginning of the book, pages four and five. And they say, Only once you give yourself permission to stop trying to do it all, to stop saying yes to everyone, can you make the highest contribution toward the things that really matter. Essentialism is not about how to get more things done. It's about how to get the right things done. It doesn't mean just doing less for the sake of doing less either. It's about making the wisest possible investment of your time and energy in order to operate at our highest point of contribution by doing only what what is essential. So reading that reminds me of a few episodes back when I taught you how I use enough lists in my life to help me get stuff done when I have low energy, because our enough lists should only have things that are essential to our lives on them. Okay. So again, this one is called Essentialism by Greg McCowan. I don't know. His name will be in the show notes. Okay. And then that brings us to book number three, which I will be actually shocked if you've never heard of this book, because it, it's all the rage in 2020. The title is Atomic Habits. The author's name is James Clear. I'm very confident in how I'm pronouncing that one. And the blurb on this book is an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. So my thoughts and major takeaways. So I actually read this book back in 2018, right when it first came out, and it has really stuck with me over the years. I've talked about it a couple times at this point on the podcast before, but it's worth mentioning again on this list because it really does give us such a solid reminder that small, consistent steps matter A ton. A lot of us often feel the need to go big or go home. Can relate. I used to operate that way as well, but that is not a sustainable way to live, right? So, like I said earlier, I feel like this book really became popular in 2020, the pandemic. Hello. I saw it everywhere. And I think a big part of that is because 2020 really forced. A lot of us to kind of pump the brakes and assess our lives and the pace at which we're living them. So it makes sense that people kind of gravitated to this kind of a book. But anyway, I want to read one of my favorite parts to you. And this is from pages 163 and 164. And it says, people often think it's weird to get hyped about reading one page or meditating for one minute or making one sales call. But the point is not to do one thing. The point is to master the habit of showing up. I love that line so much. Okay, continuing on. The truth is a habit must be established before it can be improved. If you can't learn the basic skill of showing up, then you have little hope of mastering the finer details. Instead of trying to engineer a perfect habit from the start, do the easy thing on a more consistent basis. You have to standardize before you can optimize. Genius. It is so brilliant, right? I appreciate that the author doesn't try too hard to sound like overly scientific or overly intelligent. The book reads like you're listening to an actual person talk, which I feel like is not always the case when it comes to personal and professional development books. So uh, that is one of my favorite things about this book. And something else that I really love about this one is the author's use of charts and diagrams, just like in At Your Best. Like I said, I'm a big time visual learner. So being able to read about things and then see them kind of mapped or drawn out, it just really helps me to process the information so much better. So again, the book is called Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it is definitely a productivity book that I recommend. That brings us to book number four, and this one is called On Purpose, and the author is Tanya Dalton, yes, a woman, we love it, and the blurb on the cover is The Busy Woman's Guide to an Extraordinary Life of Meaning and Success. Okay, so my thoughts and major takeaways, so I feel like I kind of had to include this one because... Like I said, it's written by a woman. And I swear, almost all of the books in the productivity space are written by men. And I just feel like men and women have such different perceptions of productivity. You know what I mean? So, challenge accepted to throw my hat in the ring and get a productivity book published one day. Like, seriously. I'm going to do that. Hold me to that, Hustle Stanley Squad. But anyway, back to this book. I read this one earlier this year, I want to say in March. Now, I really did enjoy reading about productivity from a more feminine lens because like I just said, that's really hard to come by. And uh, something else that I appreciated about this book, at the end of each chapter, there's a little block with three sections. And the three sections are lies that hold us back, aka limiting beliefs, truths, that move us forward, aka affirmations and springboard, which is an action step. And y'all know that I am huge on affirmations and action steps. So this was right up my alley. But I will tell you something that I kind of struggled with when I was reading this book was how random some of the examples were. So for one of the goal setting examples, she used a very, and I'm, I'm talking very in-depth Harry Potter example. And as I was reading, I was just like scratching my head and I was like, what is happening right now? And I'm a Harry Potter fan myself. Like I love Harry Potter, but the example just felt really out of place and uh, kind of overdone. So just, just putting that out there, just be warned about that. Okay. But I do want to read you a part that stood out to me. It is from page 164 and it says, we get caught up in the nitpicky details of life and lose sight of the big picture. We spend an excessive amount of time on the things that don't really require it, the worrying, the stress, the tweaking and reworking of tasks and projects that don't really need it. We lose time struggling to make life perfect. That's a good line, y'all. We lose time struggling to make life perfect. It's no wonder we are overwhelmed and feel like there's not enough time in the day. We are spending a disproportionate amount of time thinking about the minutia, the unimportant. So again, this book is called On Purpose by Tanya in. And that brings us to book number five, the last one that I'm going to be sharing in this episode. And the title of this one is Effortless. And it's the same author as Essentialism, Greg McCowan. So sorry, Greg. I apologize, truly. And then the blurb is, make it easier to do what matters most. So my thoughts and major takeaways. Okay. I hope it's not annoying to you that I already named a book by this author, but this one is kind of a follow up book to the book Essentialism that I mentioned earlier, and it's such a solid one when it comes to being more productive. I actually think I preferred this one over Essentialism, but I think you need to read Essentialism first to get the most out of this one, if that makes sense. So like Essentialism, this one is a bit dry. Like he, he didn't change his dryness, That's that's for sure. Like don't go into this one expecting it to be a good time, like light and fun, like that's not the vibe. But I really enjoyed this book's approach to creating awareness around letting things be easy or the name of the book, effortless, right? We tend to complicate things without even realizing that we're making life harder on ourselves because it's just how things have always been done. So I want to read you a part that stood out to me. This is from page 135 and it says, when we try to make too much progress on a goal or project right out of the gate, we can get trapped in a vicious cycle. We get tired, so then we take a break, but then we think we have to make up for the lost time, so we sprint again you <laughs> I just wanted to share that because I feel like it really goes along with one of the episodes from earlier this month on the podcast, the one about what to do when it feels like you're not making progress. That just really stood out to me. And then I do want to share another quote from this book, and it's my biggest takeaway from this book. Like, truly, I have carried this with me since I read the book. And it's from page 140 when he teaches about upper and lower bounds. So I'm going to read what he has to say about those so you get a better idea, but I did read this book with the Hustle Stanley BFFs and so many of us were just like mind blown by this idea of upper and lower bounds. Like it can be really life changing if you really just kind of take this in and apply it to your life. So again, page 140 says this, even when we want to make consistent, steady progress on a priority project, life often intervenes. True. True. We may have planned to spend the morning at our desk and instead we find ourselves stuck in meetings. We may have blocked off hours on our calendar for important work and instead find ourselves dealing with a toddler meltdown. Then to compensate for our perceived lack of productivity, we work all the way through the weekend in a mad rush for progress. We know this comes at a cost: low quality work, increased guilt, and reduced confidence. There's an easier alternative. We can establish upper and lower lower bounds. Simply use the following rule, never less than X, never more than Y. And then after that quote, he goes on to share a chart with specific examples of this in action, which I'm not going to share because I want you to go read the book. It's such a good one. Again, this one is called Effortless by Greg McCohen. I will have all five books linked down in the show notes for you guys. I kind of got elementary school book report vibes from this episode. And to be honest, I don't hate it. I really don't. So let me know over on Instagram by sharing a screenshot of this episode in your stories. If you like these kind of bookish episodes, I am such a bookworm and could talk about books all day long. Truly, I could. I have other ideas for book-related episodes, but I don't want to do them if you don't feel them, right? Like if if you're you're not vibing, then I'm not going to make them. So let me know over on Instagram. Anyway, that's it for today. Don't forget to enter the September podcast giveaway by leaving a review for the show on Apple Podcasts and get your name on the 2023 paper product waitlist while you still can, because baby, it is almost September, which means launch is right around the corner. I am so stoked. But anyway, I love you so much. I will talk to you next week, and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more hustle Seemly in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.